0: Texas Tech University in the fall. You know it by the sounds. This is widely recognized as one of the largest college campuses in the country. A medical school, a law school, stadiums for baseball, football, basketball, the greenhouses, the parks. But no matter where you are around lunchtime, you hear it.
1: There is this really strong and long history um, uh, with Goon Band, you know, established in 1925, so you know, here in a couple of years, we'll be celebrating 100 years.
0: Preparation is in full swing. The fall is showtime for the Goin' Band. Daily rehearsals are important, leading up to their weekly performance before a crowd of tens of thousands of fans. And it begins with the classic march over from the School of Music, through the heart of campus, and inside Jones at and Stadium. Game day is something special and it's a sentiment that resonates with everyone in the
2: stands and on the field.
3: The traditions, that matters to me. i want to carry on. There's a huge history before me.
2: The Texas Tech brand is so recognizable from a competitive perspective that it it makes it more valuable to put on on a big board. The oldest, most treasured Texas Tech traditions can be on display in their grandest
0: form at any home football game. Like a group of old friends, there's the going band. The Master Rider and Raider Red, Palm and Cheer.
1: There's there's purpose, there's significance in everything we do, and to be a part of that, to continue that legacy, um, I say it's terrifying because we want to honor those that came before us, right?
0: These student groups have been the faces of school spirit and traditions for decades, generations even. In this episode, we go inside the story of these programs and the parts of their work you don't see the cord woven together of competition and tradition, displayed at the highest level. This is episode two, On the Grand Stage. The sky outside is a velvety rich black. A half empty parking lot is illuminated by scattered lights, softly casting an orange glow on dozens of cars. Slowly, they pull into the lot, find their space, and cut the headlights. It's 5.30, and practice will start soon. On the main court of the United Supermarkets Arena, stiff and tired bodies are waking up, stretching and moving, white rolls of tape circling wrists and ankles. Stark white bows stand at attention atop the heads of the female co-ed cheerleaders. Few practices remain as we approach nationals in Daytona, the mecca of college competitive cheer.
3: Right before a pyramid and running tumbling, you got to really think about it.
0: Bruce has been at the helm for 13 years, but he's been part of Texas Tech Cheer for 21, dating back to the days that he wore that red and black uniform himself.
3: I remember... When I first got my driver's permit, I was able to come, you know, or license or something, I was able to come to a game by myself. And I just walked around and found my way into the student section. And, you know, I I was just in awe with everything from the traditions, from the spirit, from and just I don't know what the game was like other than what the cheerleaders were reacting to because my eyes were glued on them the entire time.
0: Bruce is memorable. His status in this industry sails higher than the opening basket toss in this year's routine. He's led this program to two national championships in the last seven years, but they haven't brought home the title since 2019, so they're on the hunt.
3: Okay, get a drink. Come back and then we'll just start running it.
0: It's 6 a.m. Practice is officially underway. And as the sounds of music, voices, and clapping fill the arena, the hopes and expectations, the pressure, they all begin to be realized. On this morning, we are one month from nationals.
3: Breathe a second, then we're going to do... Pyramid and any tumbling. Get there to baskets too. Some of you are still moving late. Come on, we're better than that.
0: He records everything on his phone, watching film between reps.
3: Yeah, the guys, like you can tell the guys are dipping together, but the girls are kind of stalling her quicker, you know what I mean?
0: They must be perfect. The slightest slip could be catastrophic. Someone could get seriously hurt, and so could their score. A single deduction could cost them everything. This is the side of tech cheer you probably don't see when they're not performing on game day or making event appearances They're here
3: because you'll watch the video and you'll see Ah, What am I doing? Yeah. Okay, so you got to just keep it consistent in your head thinking counting working together on that and trusting your skills That's the main thing too. Don't get antsy just because something changes the environment Daytona is going to change It's not going to be this. It's not gonna be perfect weather Hopefully it is but we don't know okay, so you can't let external things impact how we do our technical trained skills that you're able to do. But good job, proud of y'all, thank y'all. Let's go to class, rehydrate yourself, stretch out, take care of your bodies. Get the mats, good job y'all.
0: They will do what it takes to win, even if that means spending 22 hours on a bus to get there, which they do, Daytona is worth it. The white foam waves that brush the hot, sandy beaches might be as beautiful and powerful as the athletes on the grand stage. But make no mistake, it's a dogfight out here.
1: And our large co-ed Division 1A from Lubbock, Texas, Texas, Tech University!
0: 1,400 miles away, my coworkers and I watched the two-minute long routine in our conference room on campus. So the
3: most they can get, if they never, is a 95. It's like, That is, what we're doing is impressively hard.
0: It's beyond complicated. It's technical. It's complex. It's near impossible. The first place team is always risky, and there's nothing this team relishes more than a good challenge. For now, they've done their job, but the hard part isn't over yet. The wait for the judge's score can be just as stressful. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: My name is Alan Ramsey, and I'm a writer in the Office of Communications and Marketing. I believe that there are few things more meaningful than the opportunity to share a person's story. It's a privilege, and one that, as storytellers, we don't take lightly. There are so many ways that people on our campus are doing work that could change our society, even our world. In season two of Fearless, we took you on a journey of how researchers are doing just that. It was those stories that inspired a new series we're calling Foundations. It's simple. Foundations is a roundtable conversation between researchers in different fields gathered to talk about important issues that impact all of us. You can watch Foundations on our YouTube channel. Just search Texas Tech University.
0: pours from the speakers as the creative movement studio starts to come alive. Bare feet are reflected on the glossy black floor. Blue resistance bands around ankles and knees are stretching and pulling. There are 24 identical middle parted low buns pinned up and sprayed down to perfection. In the corner, a double T has been crafted on the floor using large, shiny, silver and red jeweled national championship rings. It's motivation for this palm squad who's constantly searching for seven, another title. Eight,
4: one, two, and three, four, and, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, and three, four,
0: Their movements five, are raw, six, seven, harnessed eight, power one, in perfect sync. Two, three, four, Every movement and muscle is reflected across two dozen bodies mirroring each other. Even their responses to palm coach Aaron Alvarado ring out as a collective, yes, in perfect harmony.
2: The more efficient we are, the more time you'll have at the end. So the faster we get through this, okay? All right, guys, good focus. This is
0: just the warm up. The piece they're perfecting is an emotional one. So this song was about death of a loved one. That's Jory. She's a junior. One of the first things they did when they got this song and choreography for the year was sit down together and watch the music video as a team to really understand the message of this song, to
4: channel that emotion into the performance. When I was younger, my dad passed away. That's Haley. She's a junior, too. So my story is my mom, and she always tells me after he passed, she's like, you know, Haley, like, he was my soulmate. Like, I will never find anyone that was like him. Haley is an only child, so her whole life, her mom has been the
0: rock, her best friend. The song hits different for each of these girls, whether loss of a loved one or loss of something different. I connected it to, like, when I look through
5: scrapbooks with, like, my parents, and, like, you see the old memories. See? It's
4: coming. It's okay. If I talk about it, I'll cry, oh. too. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening.
5: <laughs> like, looking through those scrapbooks, they like, so, so happy, but then sad because we're all, like, two of us are in college now, and it's, like, just kind of crazy how much we've grown up. So then connecting that to the story of the dance really made it, like, that true raw emotion that I was able to portray and get that through all of us dancing. So we all have our own stories. Like, Haley's
0: obviously super different than me. <laughs>
4: Three, four,
5: five, seven, three, play
0: have a play. When up? they're at their best, it is a breathtaking, gripping experience. It's powerful. This is not what you see on the sideline at football and basketball games. It's another world entirely. And it's understood that Aaron runs a tight ship. I mean, it is championship season after all.
2: But if, if fatigue is why your head's not going down on the right count, it's not good enough, y'all.
0: Aaron doesn't it's hold back. Hold she doesn't have to. to. The thing about potential is that anything less than first seems like you're settling.
2: Who is going to step up on the floor and say, our energy, our focus has to be better right now? I don't see that as negative. I see that as leadership.
0: We are five days from nationals, and the girls know that. This might be a young team, but they take their job seriously. They've been practicing in three-hour blocks twice a day for weeks. Repetition, intensity, synchronicity, over and over and over again. And perfection... Is the only option. They know that in a few days, they only have three short minutes to prove exactly who they are.
4: I'm just like kind of blown away by what a different feeling it is now than last time. We are too,
0: Lee. (laughs) This is Lee. She and Erin choreographed this piece together. The girls FaceTime with her during their final practice before nationals. All right,
2: y'all, say bye to Lee. Bye, bye, Lee. Love you. you. Love you. Bye, Lee.
4: Thank you, Dad! Thank you, Mom! Thank you, Lord! For Tech T. Yes, yes, Yee-haw!
0: Ah! Tech One, <unnie> two, three, four, five, six! <streets> Things this year didn't go quite according to plan. They finished seventh, a disappointing ending after such an emotional build. But it's not the first time they've been positioned to write a powerful comeback story. The last time they finished outside the top three was almost 10 years ago. It was one of the most pivotal moments
2: in their journey as a program. Maybe it was something that we needed um, back in... 2015 here we got seventh and we had been on a trajectory of like second third second third and then we got seventh and I was like dang what are we supposed to do with this like you think you're building towards this top spot and then you get shot back down and then the next year we got second and then after that we won every year after that so it was like the seventh propelled us to second I mean it was like a huge jump that then allowed us to know what that felt like to uh, be able to move forward there's like 30 something teams Mm -hmm. and everyone has
5: the same goal so I think it's really important that, like we hit our personal goal,
4: which was to like hit and be as clean as we possibly could. Knowing that we did everything that we could, regardless of. But the judges, and that's the hardest part about dance, is it's it's, it's all judgment, it's all opinion. There's no points, you don't run into the end zone and get six points, you don't shoot a basket. You know, It's all very subjective in the sense that if the judges like it, they like it, and if they don't, they don't. They could not like the song, the costume, the type of routine that you're doing. So regardless of what they think, we know that when we came off that stage, we didn't leave any stone unturned. This year gives them something to take back to the drawing
0: board, somewhere to start when it comes to building next year's show.
4: Haley's mom got to be in the crowd for this performance, a moment she didn't get the previous year, and one she'll never forget. Being able to like go out there and actually see her and like have a piece of my heart with me on stage, like doing it for my dad in the sense of like the story was very, very meaningful to me.
1: In third place with a 95.98, Texas Tech University!
3: It's a hard pill to swallow at the moment, you know, because, you know, with whatever deduction it was, you know, you don't want to dwell on that. And again, backtrack here. Third place is still great.
0: Bruce is as competitive as any coach you'll find in Daytona. They all want to see their months of planning, practicing and sacrifice pay off with a trophy.
3: Yes, obviously the placement, that's important, again, because we are competitors and we want to win for Tech, but also for the athletes themselves, Mm too. And now I told them after Nationals, look, this... Placement does not define our whole year. There's a lot of victories that we're going to celebrate and then continually to build on for this year.
0: And like Bruce said, there's no time to dwell because the next season begins almost as soon as the current one ends. Just more than a month after Daytona, we find him scouting the next crop of athletes for the 2023-2024 squad. Both co-ed and all-girl tryouts are stressful. Not everybody makes the cut. Cheerleaders from around the country will come in to be part of this experience, and many will go home brokenhearted. But for others, like Addison Belmares, things are working out exactly as she had hoped. My name is Addison Belmares, and I'm a fourth-year member of All-Girl Cheer. She's from the Lake Travis area, came to Texas Tech after being a fan of Tech Cheer for years. She was attracted to the university through their addiction recovery program in the College of Human Sciences. She wants to be a pharmacist someday. Right now, we're sitting cross-legged on a spongy blue tumbling mat inside a cheer gym in South Lubbock. It's where Addison and other veteran all-girl members are helping teach the new squad the classic game day cheers and chants.
3: That's not bad for the first time to do it.
0: For Addison, she knows the responsibility of being part of this team. The athletes on this all-girl squad only have a few short years on the court or field or to bear the double T proudly at events across the country. But they're helping to uphold and elevate a legacy that started long before they were even alive.
5: This is our home. We don't go anywhere else outside of this. And so I think for alumni who come back, they just get that strong feeling of all the great memories they had here. And then as a student, I've never had a bad experience here. It's been so welcoming and such a fun environment to be a part of.
0: And that responsibility has been amplified in light of this year and what it represents. It's been incredible. I actually got to graduate in the centennial
5: year and just hearing the commencement speeches that year and hear people talk about, people who have been at Texas Tech for 40, 50 years talk about the evolution of how it's grown, where we are now, how well our fan base travels. It's just such an honor. It's hard to even put into words how incredible this organization, this university is. Six,
3: six, seven down, eight, one, two, three here, and then here, out, this is where I'm getting at. Kick, step, this is our run your waist, step, waist.
0: When it comes to finding the right students to represent all of these spirit organizations, the selection process is tight. And the same is true for the largest spirit group on campus. The Goan Band might be large in numbers, but that doesn't mean it's not still highly competitive.
1: Relax. Um, I think the second time did we did we make that decision that the second time we do not do the horns down or we It's do led
0: by fearless leader Joel Pagan. The Tempo
1: at the beginning was a little on the hot side, but by the time by the end we kind of settled it down just for the with the six to five just not too fast. Can you take it to page one of traditions block?
0: Joel did online auditions this year for the very first time. and when I say they came in from everywhere, Joel says he evaluated three times the number of audition tapes this year. Talk about competitive, and it's just what he expected to see in the centennial year.
1: I actually think about this a lot because it is, uh, what I mean, the words that come to mind: humbling, terrifying, almost right, because there is this really strong and long history. And those same traditions that they did in the 50s are things that we're still doing today. Um, and, And something that I've been trying to do better each year is to try to educate our own students about this is why we do this.
0: Classic picture of one of the first Texas Tech bands. 31 people pose with their instruments outside the iconic arch of the admin building. At the center, a drum reads Texas Technological College. Since then, it's come a long way, carrying a steady 300 plus members, give or take a few. Last year, there were 335 total students in the Goan Band. This year, they had more than 500 auditions.
1: Lubbock is a special place, and people come back to Lubbock. You know, families come back. And I, I don't know how many times I have people come up and say, oh, my, you know, when they apply for a going band scholarship, they write a, a, an essay. And probably half of those essays that we receive is, I just can't wait to be part of the organization that my mom, or that my dad, or that my uncle, that my grandfather was a part of. And it's, gonna, it's a dream come true to, to share, to be on the same field that they were on.
0: Joel is enthusiastic and focused. He's detailed and meticulous, down to the yard line and hash mark and each member's placement on the field during a performance. As we sit around a table in his office, you can tell that he's really proud of this group and their work. One story below where we're sitting, fluorescent lights illuminate the cinder block walls and concrete floor of a room the size of a small locker room. There's not much room for walking in between clothing racks that contain hundreds of hangers holding shiny plastic covered black uniforms.
1: Keep the uniforms in here, they're going to be building a of
0: Joel explains that these are new additions to the Goan Band stock. Custom handmade uniforms that ring true to that traditional look that we can all picture in our heads right now. It's the exact same design that we've come to know and love the crisp white top with the black cap sleeves, the ornate white tooling across the chest, the reversible red and black cape hemmed just below the waist, the black flat brim hat with the red ribbon.
1: So they flew me up there and I walked through the factory and it was, it, it was crazy because our, the factory was basically, they had, it was all of, our uniforms were everywhere. And all the workers who were there were like, you're the guy, you're the one. These are all yours. All these are yours. And, you know, it's like, yeah. And we were watching them. I mean, they were showing us things like, like the, if you look at the pants for the drum majors, they have this really intricate stitching on the side. Well, this lady showed me, I took video of it on how she does it.
0: He plays the video for us. She uses a stencil and chalk to make the markings. Then she goes over and hand-stitches the pattern for all 400 uniforms.
1: Another interesting thing, we talked about these double T's. They had to order these, I think they said like 10,000. And they had to order a ridiculous amount because every uniform, you have have one on the cape, you have one here. You have the big double T on the back. And then each, the cape has double Mm -hmm. T's, two double on each one. And these are reversible, so... Depending on what show we're
0: doing. It took a lot of time, effort, and energy to get these new uniforms in hand. And it's something that Joel wants the students to appreciate.
1: And I'm going to show them videos and pictures. I'm like, so this person, you, one of you is wearing the uniform that this person, you know, put together. And so it's just a whole different appreciation. Because you would think they would have these massive... Mich- I expected to walk in and there would be like this, you know, kind of like an assembly line, right? It was all... There were. There was, there was about, you know, 45, 50 people in there. And they are all just hand sewing everything together, putting it together, and then all the way to the end where a guy was steaming every single uniform, hanging it up, putting it in a box, which is what showed up.
2: Around
0: July is when the School of Music starts to wake back up from a sleepy summer. Downstairs in room 10, we find Joel, dressed in black from head to toe. It's concert attire. He just finished up a concert in the Allen Theater with middle school and high school kids here for band and orchestra camp.
2: You've been sent yes. for the Band? Yes. Yes. yes, and you're registered for the yes. class. On yes. Perfect.
0: Some of those students have stuck around and are now filing through the door, taking their seats in a semicircle. These are some of the new first year members of the Goan Band.
2: Hey, everybody! Hello. Uh, how are you today? Good.
1: And know that this is a pretty, pretty special um, honor for you this year because there are close to 100 students who are on the wait list right now. Some of those students are people that were in going Band previously.
0: Finally getting to this point has been a long time coming for Joel. Sifting through auditions, giving everyone the attention they deserve, making selections, having hard conversations, and now, finally, getting to the music.
1: Uh, so we expect you to win very, very quickly, and you will. Uh, but so we'll, we'll do that together, and we have a great team here behind us. Uh, this is our visual team.
0: Joel I relies rely- heavily on his going band leadership, about 50 and veteran members. One and two. And three and right now, they're going over the basics: Goin band marching style and timing.. In mid-August, the rest of the Goin band will report, veterans returning to positions they've become so familiar with, wide-eyed rookies eager to get their start. Being part of the Goin Band is an experience so unique and valuable that it's hard to forget. It's part of the reason alumni support is so strong and consistent. Every fall, the alumni band will make an appearance at a Texas Tech football game. It's something these former members look forward to every year. Keeps the Goin' band legacy alive. In November, the Goin' band and its new uniforms will be on full display in the city that never sleeps. They'll spend nearly a week in New York City during Thanksgiving, as Joel will lead the Goin' band in its first ever appearance in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Their shiny horns, snare drums, and Double T-branded uniforms will be seen by millions. And we'll be there, too. Tune in later this fall for a special Big Apple-sized bonus episode of Fearless. Across the country over the last year, centennial celebrations have been keeping all of Spirit very busy. There have been more requests for appearances than ever before for the Master Rider and Raider Red. Cheer and Palm and the Goin' Band, these groups embody Texas Tech tradition, history, and culture. They are the lifeblood of school spirit, representing everything we treasure about the decades of Red Raider
2: history. You're the keepers of tradition. You're the gateway to alumni feeling still connected or, you know, they're walking, breathing, living, double T.
3: It's a special honor to be a part of that and to kind of bring back those memories for those um, alumni and, you know, also be a driver for the future, you know, to where we want to continue to do our excellence, you know, in all elements to make sure that we continue to Pique their interest and their support for tech.
5: And you can hear how Texas Tech has impacted their life, and it just motivates you to really pour into your academic career here and then go on and represent your university after you graduate.
3: You go to these events and you see donors or fans or just alumni from, you know, 50 years ago. You know, and they can still remember the fight song. It's humbling because I've seen what people have done before me. And
1: it's terrifying because we want to uphold those traditions and the excellence and and the expectations that everybody has.
5: There you just really realize how much of a figure you are for this university and that you represent something so much bigger than yourself.
0: written and hosted by me taylor peters and co-produced by allison hearth editing and sound design by thomas boyd fearless is a texas tech production from here it's possible if you want to learn more about the characters you met today or see photos from the interviews log on to our website at today.ttu.edu fearless and don't forget to like review and subscribe